Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, June 4th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Water issues in the Klamath Basin are once again a simmering national story two decades after the Southern Oregon dispute made waves during the George W. Bush administration. The federal government announced last month it would not release any water from Upper Klamath Lake this year. That means no water for the tribes, farmers, or fish. The government cited drought conditions. Amy Cordalis, a Yurok tribal member in California and an attorney, said everyone on all sides of the issue is frustrated and the Yurok reservation is hurting. The way we manage water uh, in the Klamath, particularly, doesn't work. It doesn't work for anyone. We're on the verge of bankruptcy. We're on the verge of collapse. Two farmers with ties to anti-government activist Ammon Bundy bought land adjacent to the Klamath Canal and have threatened to breach the headgates themselves. Interested in hearing more about this issue? Subscribe to Beat Check with the Oregonian and tune in Monday for a full episode. A Republican state lawmaker who let violent far-right demonstrators into the Oregon Capitol during a December 21st special session, quote, more likely than not intentionally assisted demonstrators, according to a new report. Representative Mike Neerman also faces criminal misconduct charges in connection with the incident. He was caught on surveillance video, leaving the House floor and exiting a door where protesters stood waiting. An independent report from the firm Stoll Reeves determined Neerman's conduct affected the ability of his co-workers and others in Salem to do their jobs. The House Committee on Conduct will discuss the report June 9th. State troopers and Salem police ultimately prevented the agitators from getting into the rotunda or the Senate and House chambers, but not before some of the insurgents allegedly sprayed six troopers with a chemical substance that was reportedly pepper spray. A Portland woman who was arrested for twerking in a bike lane at a protest in August 2019 while flipping off police officers lost her appeal to a police oversight group. Alana Mitch had asked Portland's Citizen Review Committee, the volunteer group that hears appeals of findings from police misconduct complaints, to consider whether the arrest was reasonable. The committee voted 6-4 to that the dancing-related arrest was warranted, citing photo evidence of the woman blocking the bike lane. Though, multiple committee members said police could have handled the situation much differently. One committee member who ultimately decided to uphold the arrest as reasonable called it, quote, ridiculous, while another one said they had, quote, grave reservations about the pettiness of this arrest. Mitch's attorney noted the arrest was frustrating because it occurred the same day police escorted the right-wing Proud Boys group and their supporters safely across the Hawthorne Bridge. The Multnomah County Library reopened five branches this week, allowing visitors inside those buildings for the first time since March 2020. Masks are still required at the Capitol Hill, Gresham, Holgate, Kenton, and Midland libraries. People are limited to 30 minutes for book browsing and one hour for internet or computer use. The library chose these five branches based on issues like community health and safety, whether those areas were most affected by the COVID-19 pandemic, and geographic space. The library hasn't yet issued a final decision on when the remaining 14 branches will reopen to the public. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.